the next several days, as the storm intensified and took direct aim at the country's heavily populated delta, the ruling military junta received regular weather updates and warnings. Even with the increasing urgency of these warnings and the obvious signs in the intensely churning sky, the government issued no warnings and ordered no evacuations. Their failure left the people at the mercy of the 160-mile-per-hour winds and 12-foot storm surges. The result? Several weeks later, with a number of dead and missing already totaling more than 78,000, and with more than 2.5 million left homeless, global relief teams remained poised to deliver food and supplies, but, for political reasons, were denied entry into the country. Within days before the world could absorb the events in Myanmar, a 7.9 earthquake decimated southern China. 7,000 schoolchildren and their teachers were buried beneath the rubble of their schools. Upwards of 70,000 died, and 5 million were left homeless. Scores of powerful aftershocks continued to threaten further destruction and hampered rescue efforts. China tested her new friendship agreement with Japan by requesting that they send their crack rescue teams to supplement the 130,000 military personnel already mobilized by China. One aftershock that no one anticipated was China's request for aid from Taiwan, long considered a renegade, if not an enemy. China also accepted help from Russia and North Korea. Are we seeing signs today that should warn us of anything? What in the world is going on when enemies of Israel bestow posthumous honors to the headmaster of a U.N. school in Gaza for his work as a chief engineer of the Islamic Jihad's bomb squad? What about that parade of tankers, fighter jets, and missiles in Moscow on May Day, reminiscent of the Cold War era? What about the doubling of millions of dollars of investments in Iraqi stocks, currently traded by scribbles on a dry erase board? Or what about the largest U.S. embassy complex ever built, now ready for occupancy in Baghdad, formerly the infamous ancient Babylon, the city that throughout the Bible stands as the antithesis of everything good? What about the planned restoration of Babylon to its fabled glory? What about the increased use of biometrics, those scans of fingerprints, irises, and faces used for personal identification in Iraq and other places of global conflict? Currently, such forms of ID are used to bar people from markets or certain neighborhoods, and they are ready to be implemented worldwide in the name of security. When you hear these reports, do you find yourself thinking, what in the world is going on? The events unfolding in today's world are ominously threatening to unsettle institutions, reorder national political alignments, change the balance of world power, and destabilize the equitable distribution of resources. People everywhere are beginning to live in a state of fear and anxiety. Serious people are asking, if these things are happening today, what will the future be like for my children and grandchildren? Do current headlines give us any signs about what is coming next? There is one reliable source of information about the future, one that has an astounding record of accuracy, the Bible. But strangely, many who purport to preach God's Word shy away from teaching prophecy. A preacher friend tells of a pastor who once boasted that he didn't preach about prophecy because, in his words, prophecy only distracts people from the present. An astute colleague deftly retorted, Well then, there is certainly a lot of distraction in the Scripture. Fulfilling prophecy is one of God's calling cards. Indeed, 
One of the most convincing evidences of biblical inspiration is the staggering number of prophecies that have been fulfilled with pinpoint accuracy. Perhaps the most familiar examples are the fulfillments of more than 300 prophecies relating to Christ's first coming to earth. In his book, The Rapture, Dr. Tim LaHaye remarked, No scholar of academic substance denies that Jesus lived almost 2,000 years ago. And we find three times as many prophecies in the Bible relating to His second coming as to His first. Thus, the second advent of our Lord is three times as certain as His first coming, which can be verified as historical fact. The Bible has proven to be absolutely dependable. Therefore, we can trust it as the one source of reliable information about the meaning of the events of our day and what those events tell us about our hope for the future as we look toward the return of Christ. The Lord Jesus Himself spoke of the wisdom of discerning the signs of the times and of taking appropriate action as we wait for His return.